Good morning, guys. It's Emmett. Um, so I'm almost done carving these spoons for the Spoon of the Month Club for May. I know it's June. I'm running late. Uh, and and it's been hard. It's a it's a hard form that I've chosen to carve this this month. It's funny. I didn't think it was going to be that hard, but what I've learned is that. When you scale up something, you don't have to scale it up very far for it to uh, exact a great deal more um, effort on your part. So uh, there is there is the the hardness that comes from something being tricky to do, and then there's hardness that comes from something just being sort of requiring a lot of effort and those are two different things um wow I, that actually wasn't where i was going to go but i want to explore this so here we go so a lot of times it's sort of intricate or things that are particularly small or that are particularly big are hard because of uh there uh, because of being tricky right so things can either be tricky because they they don't have much wiggle room that's the case with really small spoon forms and obviously i mean to for you guys to extrapolate this out to things other than spoons i'm just using the spoons as concrete examples so things can be tricky because they're really small um in which case it's tricky because you don't have much room to adjust, right? You sort of got to get it right the first time around or, or it doesn't work. Um, right, think, uh, think the SpaceX ship trying to dock with the International Space Station. You got one shot to sort of get it just so. Things can also be tricky because they are big enough that all of the imperfections start to show more, right? So on bigger spoons, like the one I'm doing now, you don't have to scale a circle up very far where to a point, you get to a point where it's really easy to see all the bumps, the imperfections, the way it's not quite perfectly where you want the line to be. And, and sort of the bigger you get, the greater the skill required to sort of hold all those variables uh, in hand. And I think of that as being tricky, like um, stuff gets tricky when, when things get big, because then all of the differences like in a, in a big movement, all of the differences between people make it so that the, the shape is not what it looks like. Uh, the further in you zoom, the more you see that the shape is not the smooth curve that you thought it was. It's, it's bumpy because everyone's different. Uh, and finally, things can be uh, tricky because they're, they're intricate. Although I feel like that's that sort of relates to both of the, the both the small and the big at the same time, 
Um, so then things can, so that's one way that things can be hard. Things can be hard because they are tricky. Things can also be hard because they're just, because they're just hard, right? So the scale of the thing determines to some extent how, the degree of effort required. And bringing it back down to the spoons. I'm going to get whiplash from going sort of out to the big, like out and then back down and out and then back down. But it's, it's what I got. So I found with these spoons that they just require a great deal more effort to carve. The handle's a little longer than most of my spoons. The, the, they are delicate, so that's good. But, um, but the bowl is just bigger. And so it requires more cuts. It's just a bigger form to do and it's amazing how you two things can be relatively the same compared to everything else in life right like you look at two spoons you're like yeah they're spoons they're spoon sized right and that's not that much difference you can even look at the cooking spoon that i do the egg-shaped cooking spoon with the ear and this spoon, and you'd say, yeah, they're both the same size, right? They're the same length, they've got roughly the same amount of wood on them. But this spoon has twice the size of the bowl, easily, as that other one. And so it just takes twice as long, it takes twice as many cuts, it's twice as much effort on my hands, it's twice as much dulling on the knives. And compared to, you know, when you scale it out and say, oh, you know, what is that compared to the universe? They're virtually identical, right? If you were to hold them in your hand and stand way back in a field, somebody looking at you would be like, yep, they're holding two spoons. Spoons look about the same size. And yet, one spoon is taking twice as much effort as the other spoon to carve. So there are, there are these differences that are inherent, and it is, unless you are measuring something at the appropriate scale, you don't necessarily see that one thing takes twice as much effort as another thing. Um, Ha, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a, uh, a way to bring it to current events. So, you might look at two people from a distance and say, look at them, they've, they've led very similar lives, right? They both grew up in good families, they both, you know, they both are this type of person, they both have achieved this. And you don't see until you look closer that one person has had to overcome twice as much in their life to achieve that. That twice as much effort has gone into them being where they are today than someone else. So this is where I think these these frameworks of understanding patterns can help us, is that 
you know, you can look at patterns around something like spoon carving and notice patterns. And then the beautiful thing about patterns is that you can apply them to other things in your life. You can say, <clears throat> that's really interesting that small is tricky and large is tricky or that, uh, or that there are, there is this, um, dynamic exists where something doesn't look like it takes much more effort, but it actually takes way more effort. And you can ask yourself, how is that? How can I apply that to my life? How can I use that to understand things better? How can I use that to allow me to do things better? Um, and I feel like the more that I more spoons that I carve, the more I push myself to be better at this thing, the more it helps me understand the broader thing. And this is why I think somebody who is really a master at something often has a wisdom <clears throat> that is, I can see where that comes from. It comes, that wisdom comes from a great deal of time spent contemplating the factors and patterns that play into their work and starting to see those patterns in the rest of the world. And I think the utility of this is that it allows you to bring something that might feel like it has nothing to do with you and that you don't understand and you you can start to understand it through this lens of something that you do understand and that's why I like this this pattern so much of seeing something thinking oh that's a that's an interesting idea and then seeing how far out I can extrapolate it because understanding the small thing helps me understand the large thing. As always, I'd love to hear examples of where this is true for you. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.